0: what's going on guys welcome back to my podcast and this is not really the way that i start out usually so i find joy and peace and i am thankful for all the things that i have and grateful for all the things that god is doing and teaching me in my life and i'll go back to it what's going on guys welcome back to my podcast it is uh friday may the 20 no may the 19th and it's friday um actually i do have a job and i've actually had a lot of stuff to do today um but what i am actually going to talk about is actually kind of ironic that it's on friday and it's because like today i'm going to talk about an actual like epiphany that i had about the movie friday and i'm going to try my best to hit the points because like i was just sitting on the couch trying to think about what well thinking about what i was going to talk about today and i was like you know this theory's been in the back of my head and i kind of want people to hear it because it makes you think about it will make you think about every single movie that you've ever thought about to actually look for the symbolism that the director and the creator of the film are actually trying to portray now If you've seen the movie Friday, you know that at the beginning of Friday, uh, the synopsis of Friday is that Craig, the character Ice Cube gets fired and he goes throughout his day uh, experiencing one new thing, which is marijuana that he's never done before. And ironically uh, beating up the town, the town bully, the town big guy and getting the girl, right? Sounds like a good story. But in actuality, I really feel like um, this movie is all in Craig's head. All right, now hear me out. The entire movie happens in Craig's head, and this is why I believe that. Now, at the beginning of the movie, you see Craig go in the kitchen. Uh, well, you see him slam the door in Jehovah Witnesses' face. He goes in the kitchen, gets a bowl of cereal, and his dad magically appears and tells him to take out the trash. He goes back in the house and up until this point, this is all still reality. And for the most part, reality goes all the way up into the point to where, uh, Craig goes and and is immediately exposed to marijuana. Uh, whenever he goes to Smokey's house so that Smokey can smoke his joint. Now, he's only contact high at this point but this is where he starts to fabricate the day's drama and the day's drama goes with uh, big worm wanting to kill them for smoking his weed now at this point craig has not smoked any marijuana of his of of smokies nor has he smoked any of uh, big worms uh big worms uh actual weed so he has no drama with big worm fast forward you get to the point to where debo comes and actually uh debo comes and he talks about trying to like basically rob them willingly quote-unquote rob them and they actually rob stanley as well so you get an appearance of big worm and Smokey right at the beginning of the movie and that's where the town drama comes in there's uh this is where i believe the craig actually started to lose his grip with reality he's already stressed out and he's been exposed to marijuana now whenever he takes his first hit of marijuana and after he starts to actually experience full-blown high uh, he makes this very very like squinty look at smokey and it's almost like a dead look right at smokey's face and the director i believe purposely holds that view on craig's face for a minute so you can recognize it whenever it happens because periodically throughout the movie he tends to do this while he looks at the camera as if we're there with him and we understand or he wants us to say or, or like hypothetically speaking he's looking at the camera asking us can you believe this um and that happens a couple of times like um whenever he runs in the house and uh when he runs in the house and he tries to answer the phone but he comes back out and uh he thinks the phone is ringing he comes back out and he asks smoky did you hear his phone did he hear his phone ringing and then you also see this whenever his uh whenever he lets debbie back in the house to get uh sorry when he lets debbie back in the house to get her purse um after he's hallucinated hearing the uh, trophy dog bark and and all this stuff you uh see him look at the camera whenever his actual girlfriend comes to the door like can you believe this is happening right now face but in actuality that's an indicator to let you know that craig is still high right um later on throughout the movie you start to see uh uh you see big worm's head in the cabinet asking him is he smoking his weed too that's an indicator to let you know that he's further hallucinating on the original like assumption that big worm was going to mess them up Um, then you get another encounter with a big worm whenever he takes red's chain and he wants to take up for him uh he wants to take up for red and he attempts to but he's not all the way there yet his high has allowed him to fabricate that idea of actually beating up devo Uh, and then he's reminded that he uh he's already, you're reminded that he's already had an encounter with Debo and didn't actually have an opportunity to beat him up because he tried to uh, choke him in Smokey's backyard. If you go back and watch the movie, you hear him say, it. what about that time when he tried to choke me in Smokey's backyard? So you hear him say that he's already had run-ins with Debo before and he's not yet been able to beat him up. Now let's talk about his love interest and his hallucination of that. I don't know how many people actually caught on to it and I'm pretty sure that they did. Well, he had already had, uh, you see that he's expressed interest in Debbie at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the day, whenever he and his mom and his sister were in the kitchen talking about him actually getting with Debbie instead of the girl that he was dating because Debbie was a nice girl and his current girlfriend was uh, somewhat of a hood rat and like really like thottish, what we would call today and if you see the symmetry i mean if you see this uh symbolism and where he wants to be in the way that the girls are dressed uh you see that his actual girlfriend pulls up in a loud and obnoxious black car and she has on a black and white i believe black and white striped cutoff shirt uh with some jean with a jean skirt uh and it has like ruffle and it has cuts in it. And it just looks really, really rough. Now, if you look at Debbie from down the street, you see her wearing a nice clean and crisp khaki skirt with the same type shirt on, but this one actually has a heart on it. I feel like this is an indicator where the director is trying to let you know where Craig's heart wants to be. It's another indicator that like uh, symbols Uh, let you know that uh, Craig has true interest in actually getting with Debbie, um, which he is still yet to actually take, uh, take her up on the opportunity of actually being, being someone that he can actually hold on to. Now the whole entire shootout with Big Worm is like basically the climax of the hallucination uh, where he, he and Smokey are being shot at by, uh well let me not get into that yet let me run into actually the pursuit of the the indicator that the day is going to go well uh the indicator is so small and nobody i don't think anybody actually paid attention to it it lets you know that everything's going to go the way that it's supposed to it's whenever they actually catch little chris and they whoop him in the middle of the street i (laughs) actually if you think about it it's probably the funniest part in the movie whenever they catch him and they are whooping him in the middle of the street and it's one of those things where it's like the sigh of relief where you know what they finally got him which lets you know that everything is going to be all right all the way at the end of the day that's the beginning of the climax of his hallucination the next part is whenever he and Smokey escape from being shot at by big worm you don't see any other indicators of big worm anywhere else in the movie uh after that now I feel like I left that apart um but I'll keep going now here is where you let you let you know that another indicator of Debbie's cleanliness is whenever she walks down the street you see her when she's talking to she's talking to smoking and she has on a full-blown sweatsuit uh it actually doesn't show her curves it doesn't show anything that would give you a sexual uh, uh give you sexual arousal other than her face and how clean and how pure she is because you don't see anything that would make you have any uh sexual thoughts or sexual feelings about her it gives you the gives you the idea that she's the purest person in this whole entire movie um then you see her walking down the street with her sister who's been beat up and being battered uh been battered before being been beat up by uh been beat up by uh Debo now whenever Smokey and Craig walk up and Debo slaps slaps Debbie that is Craig's opportunity to be the knight shining armor which is common in uh common in a lot of like dreams of becoming actually the savior the person that's actually going to save the day and you see this uh where you see this when he comes and immediately pushes, immediately pushes Debo. And here is one of the true indicators of, that you lets you know, that he's actually having a hallucination is because they've shot so many bullets out of that nine millimeter gun. He would like to shoot Debo, but he knows that he can't shoot Debo because there aren't any bullets left in a gun. Okay. That's one thing. So he hallucinates, has a reflection on the day after he wants to shoot Debo, wants to. He hands the gun over, and then he proceeds to fight. Now, we all know how the movie ends. He successfully beats up Debo, which is something that he had wanted to do because he had already experienced altercations with Debo before, but hadn't had the courage nor the strength to actually do anything about it um and he gets the girl at the end so if you're wondering where there is another spot in the movie where he actually has um has indicators um to let you know that he's still dreaming uh one um he is actually still hallucinating from the marijuana um is the first indicator is his dad Uh, Now at the end, at the beginning of the movie, and I know that I'm going all the way back to the beginning, uh, after I've already gotten to the end, you see his dad try to get him to be a dog catcher. Uh, you see fear in Craig in his hallucination when his dad comes home and his dad has been bitten on the ass by a dog. So that's an indicator of that. And to show you that it's a hallucination, um, Craig's dad is actually in the bedroom watching uh man's best friend which is a movie where this dog is out on the prowl and he's just biting people and i think he kills a couple people too but this dog is just like this mad dog that's doing everything known the man so his dad is watching that movie and lets you know that craig is fearful of becoming a dog catcher because of what happened what could happen to him and it's projected through his dad now that's part of the hallucination and let you know that he's still like hallucinating from the marijuana. But the true one is whenever he's fixing his dad, some water and this, this is how you know that he's still high. He drops a cube of ice. And as the ice hits the ground, you hear this humongous echo. And then he looks into the camera with that stare again, and it lets you know that he's still high. So he grabs the ice cube, rinses it off, and he takes it to his dad as a middle finger that I'm not doing what you want me to do. I'm going to live my life the way that I want to. It's the show of rebellion in uh, the symbolism of the movie. Man, I can, I love picking movies apart. And I watched Friday like a week ago and then I watched it again and although it is a comedic movie, it is extremely funny. It will never get old. It is definitely a classic amongst films. Uh, I just really sat back and I just thought about it now that I've been making films myself, uh, and making sure that every part of any video that I actually put into a film itself tells a story. This one actually does. It tells it, it has a true meaning of experience um it it basically tells you the story of actually perseverance and actually taking taking your fate into your own hands uh not because it actually happened per se but because craig wanted all those things to happen he wanted to get debbie he wanted to beat up debo and he wanted to make sure that his friend Smokey was safe throughout the whole entire movie. So you you see these things and they, all these things happen because Craig was stressed out about losing his job and he also smoked marijuana to relieve the stress of losing his job. And you see other indicators too, like, uh, think about it. I mean, people can call this a plot hole if they want, but in actuality, I see it as a, uh, as an indicator that this is all a manifestation and all the hallucination to the main character is that he had already picked up his, he picked up his last check from work prior to being fired, but he only needed $200 to pay big worm to stop him from actually shooting at them. Uh, and you see that you hear him say, I went to pick, I went to work to pick up my, uh, pick up my check. And they call me at like four o'clock. So he went to work that, uh, he went to work on that Thursday, picked up his check and never mentions actually cashing his check, but more than likely anybody that goes pick up their check, they're going to cash their check. So he went to work, cash his check. Therefore he has cash to make a payment to someone that's going to kill them. Okay. Now I'm going to stop because I'm continuing to go and go and go and go. And this is just going to get very, very long, but I want you to go back and watch that movie listen to my podcast again because i know that i probably talked really really fast and i don't have any visuals because this is just a podcast but i just wanted to give you guys this because it will make you think go back and watch any other movie that you really like and look for the symbols inside that movie it might not be a movie based on the hallucinations of a main character but you might get some really good encouraging tidbits from each film that you watch or you can get some wild, all out, uh, wild, wild and all out hallucination, uh, hallucination style like depiction like I did, or you can come up with your own. All right, guys. So I'm gonna end this by saying shout out to everyone that out that's out there that loves movies, um, loves television sitcoms with actually really great stories, good plots, uh, and really clever directors and writers that know how to close potholes very well um shout out to my lovely wife who's currently sleeping on the couch while i'm recording this uh shout out to my mom my dad my sisters uh my grandparents all of my cousins all of my homeboys uh all of my uh, homegirls and everybody out there that's supporting me um i'm actually gonna have to make a payment to soundcloud today because i've gone over my three-hour limit <laughs> and I might end up having to make this a weekly thing, a weekly thing, man. So, so that I can actually have more space until I can afford to do like more. Um, so until then, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and try to beef it up a little bit so we can actually continue to do it daily. I might, and try my best to find a way to keep it going daily. But uh, Dre, thanks for the beat. And everybody out there, thank you for listening to me. I love you guys and God bless. Stay positive, stay creative, and have a wonderful weekend. Peace.